0: Reports from the Courts Man who assaulted his wife given a suspended sentence A man who assaulted his wife received a three-month suspended sentence at a sitting of Carlo District Court last week. The man, whose name cannot be revealed to protect the identity of the injured party and their children who witnessed the incident, was given the sentence amid concerns from Judge Geraldine Carthy that he had not shown genuine remorse. The defendant had been convicted of assault at Hanover Carlow in 2018. Details had been heard at a previous sitting and a probation report on him was submitted to the court. Judge Carty said the report indicated that the man had not displayed genuine remorse for the incident and probation services suggested an adjournment for the defendant to engage with the MEND service. It's a very negative probation report, she said. There seems little point in adjourning if there is no genuine remorse. Defending barrister Morris Barden said the incident stemmed from a breakdown in the relationship and access to children. The court was told the details of the assault were in dispute, but Judge Carty noted that Garthy believed the victim's version was more likely than the defendant's. Judge Carthy described the incident as disgraceful. It's extremely serious. Your client is possibly facing a sentence here. After a brief adjournment for the defendant to consult his barrister, Mr. Barden said his client accepted the seriousness of the offence. There are no excuses, he said. He apologises. He did not take into consideration fully the feelings of his wife. Judge Carthy said she would have grave concerns for the children who had witnessed the incident and imposed a three-month sentence suspended for 12 months. Tullow Man gets suspended sentence for theft of dog leash. A Tullow Man who stole a dog leash received a three month suspended sentence at Carlo District Court last week. 60 year old Jack Cash, our Driston Heights Tullow, had pleaded not guilty to theft at Maxi Zoo Tullow on the 7th of January 2018 and was convicted after a contested hearing. CCTV of the theft was shown during the hearing which revealed an individual taking a leash from its packaging and taking it. A store manager at Maxi Zoo gave evidence that the leash was not paid for at the till and no record of a leash sale could be found on the system. Criminal intelligence officer at Carlo Garda station, Eileen Bergen, also gave evidence that she identified the defendant from the CCTV. Gartha Bergen said her role was to gather intelligence and collate, analyse and disseminate it to identify the culprits of crime. I profile suspects all the time. You see the same suspects coming up all the time, she said. Gartha Bergen said she was able to identify the defendant due to his gait and how he walked on the CCTV. The defendant's facial features were also apparent, said Gartha Bergen, when challenged by solicitor Chris Hogan. When the state's case concluded, Mr. Hogan sought dismissal on three grounds. He claimed that no proof of the ownership of the leash had been provided, that the store manager's evidence was hearsay, and that his client had not been identified beyond a reasonable doubt. Inspector Anthony Farrell countered that a receipt roll had been provided to show documentary evidence of the theft, while the manager's evidence proved ownership of the leash. Inspector Farrell said the prosecution leaned heavily on Gartherbergen's Bergen's experience of more than 20 years in the intelligence role. Judge Carthy was satisfied with the prosecution's case and rejected the application for dismissal. Mr Cash presented no defence subsequently, and Judge Carthy convicted. The defendant had 30 previous convictions, a number of which were for theft offences. Mr Hogan said the offence was at the lower end of the scale of seriousness. He also said that his client's son had been in a road traffic accident six months ago, which claimed the life of his daughter-in-law. His son has an acquired brain injury and is back living in the family home, he said. Mr Cash is his unofficial carer. Judge Carthy imposed a three-month sentence, suspended for 12 months. Mr Cash was ordered to engage with the probation services and attend all appointments. Drink driver banned for two years. A Carlo man was banned from driving for two years for driving in excess of the alcohol limit at a recent sitting of Carlo District Court. Adam Buggle, aged 24, of Dolman Gardens, Carlo, had pleaded not guilty to the offence at Burren Road roundabout on Carlo on the 9th of August 2020. Garda John Byrne gave evidence that he saw an Opel Vivero driving on Hanover and which failed to indicate at the roundabout at 1.15 a.m. Stopping the vehicle, the Garda noted the defendant's eyes were glassy, but he made no admissions when asked if he had consumed alcohol. The defendant failed a roadside breath specimen and was brought to Carlo Garda station, where he returned a breath specimen of 52 milligrams per 100 mils of breath. After the conclusion of the state's case, Defending Solicitor Joe Farrell sought dismissal on the grounds of an aspect of Garda Byrne's evidence of the Section 13 Breath Results printouts, which cast doubt on the integrity of the results. Judge Geraldine Carthy dismissed the application. The defence did not go into evidence, and Mr Buggle was convicted. Mr Buggle, who had no previous convictions, worked in the car industry, and the loss of a licence would cause him great hardship said Mr Farrell. Judge Carthy imposed a €1,000 fine and two-year driving ban. Recognisance was fixed in case of appeal. Brothers get second chance. Two brothers who refused to leave an area when directed to do so by a Agartha were given a second chance by Judge Geraldine Carthy at a sitting of Carlo District Court last week. Kevin Scanlon, aged 25, and 19-year-old... Thomas Scanlon, Stoneacre, Crehelp, Dunlavin, pleaded guilty to failing to leave the area when directed by Gardaí and to threatening, abusive and insulting behaviour on the 10th of June 2019. Garda Brendan Cloney said he received a call that a large group of people were causing a disturbance for neighbours at Church Street, Dunlavin, after 1am. Garda Cloney came across the group, which included the two defendants. He requested the brothers to leave, but they did not do so. Garda Cloney also found a Stanley knife-type blade on Kevin Scanlon as he moved him to the patrol car. As a result, Kevin Scanlon also faced a knife possession charge. He said he was carrying the knife for someone else, said Garda Cloney. When asked by the judge about the nature of the disturbance, Garda Cloney replied, It's difficult to say. I have not found out. There was some dispute with parties not before the court. Garliclone said the two Scanlans had played an insignificant part in the incident. Thomas Scanlan played an insignificant role. He did not listen when asked to do something on the night. Defending solicitor Joe Farrell highlighted that Thomas Scanlan had no previous convictions. The court was told that Thomas Scanlan had gone through mental health issues and was trying to get out of a dark place. Mr Farrell said his older brother had taken on a father-like role for him. Garda Cloney added that he knew the Scanlon family from when he was attached to Balting Glass Garda station and was aware of particular family circumstances. The court was told that Kevin Scanlon had a number of previous convictions for road traffic and drug-related offences. Mr Farrell added, we accept Garda have a job to do. They, the defendants, might have felt aggrieved on the night, but should have dealt with it better with Garda Colony. Judge Carthy adjourned Kevin Scanlon's case to the 10th of February for a probation report. The judge adjourned Thomas Scanlon's case for six months to see how he was getting on. After hearing the younger Scanlon was training to become a carpenter, the judge said, you have your whole life ahead of you and I am sure you do not want to be here today. Judge Carthy noted that both Garda Cloney and Mr. Farrell had spoken up for the brothers. It would be fair for the both of you to get a second chance, she added. 250 euro fine for being drunk in public. A Carlow man was fined 250 euro at the local district court recently. Richard Thompson, Doreen Heights, Tullow Road, pleaded guilty to public intoxication at Doreen Heights on the 26th of September last. The court was told the 22-year-old defendant was found in a highly intoxicated state by Gardhi and was arrested for his own safety. Mr Thompson had three previous convictions. Defending solicitor Brendan O'Flaherty said there were concerns about his client's drinking and he had linked in with the Ardu Substance Misuse Service. Mr. Thompson also hoped to secure residential treatment. Judge Geraldine Carty ruled as outlined. Man gets a further prison sentence for having drugs worth €72,000. A 36-year-old Polish national who's currently serving a 10-year prison sentence pleaded guilty to possessing drugs worth more than €72,000 when he appeared before Carlock Circuit Court last week. Rafael Klubikowski, with addresses at Fairgreen, Port Leash and Kilinard, Port Harlington, was sentenced to a further two years' imprisonment for possessing drugs for sale or supply at Rochford Manor Grey Cullen on the 23rd of May 2018. Investigating Garda, Tommy Clear told the court that he saw Mr Klubkowski acting suspiciously that day in Rochford Manor, and that when he searched the defendant's car, he found €33,740 euro worth of cocaine, €27,300 euro worth of MDMA, €8,540 euro worth of heroin and €3,240 euro worth of amphetamines, and that in total the drugs were worth €72,820. Garthclear Clear said that Mr Klobakovsky was already on bail on another matter at the time and that he was currently serving a 10-year sentence in Cork. He continued that the defendant absconded while on bail and was brought to court after a high-speed car chase with Gardee. Judge Cormac Quinn was told that Mr. Klubakovsky had 39 previous convictions, 23 of which were committed in Poland. Gardaí Clear told the court that he believed Mr. Klubakovsky was involved in the sale of drugs at a national level. Judge Quinn sentenced Mr. Klobakovsky to two years consecutive to the sentence that he's already serving, but suspended the final 12 months for two years. Mann said he grew plants to get cannabis oil from them. A man who pleaded guilty to cultivating cannabis, which Garthy described as a sophisticated growing system, claimed in Carlo Circuit Court that he was growing the plants to extract the oil from it. Anthony O'Byrne Poachers Lodge, Loughlin Bridge, pleaded guilty to growing cannabis at that address after Gardaí searched the premises on the 29th of January 2019. Detective Gardaí Ian Roach told the court that when the Gardaí searched the premises they discovered cannabis plants, some of which were mature, and five bags of cannabis herb. Gartheroach described the growing setup as quite sophisticated and that the value of the plants and dried leaves combined were worth about €32,000. He continued that 31-year-old Mr. O'Byrne was later arrested and he told Garthie that he was growing the plants so that he could extract the oil from them for his own use. The court heard that the defendant had moved to Lachlan Bridge from Bunclody after splitting up with his partner, but that he had moved back there after Gardaí dismantled the grow house, Defending counsel Caroline Latham told the court that he learned how to grow the drug and extract the oil from research on the internet, and that he was going to use it for his own use. Judge Cormac Quinn then asked Garda Roach if he thought it was possible that Mr O'Byrne was growing the drug solely for its oil. Garda Roach replied that there was a significant amount of cannabis for one person to use while also adding that no oil had been found on the premises. Miss Latham then told Judge Quinn that Mr. O'Byrne was the father of three children, that he had a good work ethic and that he was the primary breadwinner for the family. Judge Quinn adjourned sentencing until the 24th of November. Two men beat up a teenager outside a Carlo nightclub. Two men who attacked a 17-year-old and broke his nose while he was waiting for his friends outside a nightclub in town, were ordered to pay him €5,000 in compensation when they appeared before Carlow circuit court last week. 24-year-old Curtis Kilduff, Ashfield, Blackbog Road, Carlo, and his friend, 21-year-old Doronel Tekitianu, The Grove, Rathcool, Dublin 4, pleaded guilty to assaulting the teenager causing him harm at Tullow Street, Carlo on the 22nd of April 2018. Investigating Garda, Joe O'Keefe told the court that he came across the injured party and his girlfriend on Tullow Street that night and brought him to the care doc for treatment. The teenager was later brought to Wexford General Hospital where he was treated for a laceration to his face and a broken nose. Gartha O'Keefe continued that the victim had come to Carlo from Bunclody on a night out to celebrate his friend's birthday, but that he was too young to get into Dinry nightclub and so waited on Tullow Street while his friends were inside. He continued that Mr. Kilduff and Mr. Tekutianu were both in the club but that they were asked to leave by security because of an incident. The court heard that the two men had drunk a slab of beer before going into the club and that their assault on the injured party was captured on CCTV. Garda O'Keefe said that on the night he found the two defendants near Tullow Street and took their names and phone numbers in relation to the attack. He also said that both parties admitted their part in the incident and that Mr Tekutianu had travelled down from Dublin to be interviewed by them. Representing Mr. Kilduff, Conor Roberts BL said he admitted to kicking and slapping the injured party, but that he was so intoxicated at the time that he thought he was actually breaking up a fight and not assaulting the teenager. When Mr. Roberts put it to Garda O'Keefe that his client was not the main instigator of the assault, he agreed, and also agreed that it was a case of mistaken identity. Judge Cormac Quinn heard that both defendants were ashamed and felt remorse for their behaviour and that neither of them had previous convictions. Judge Quinn also heard that the injured party had declined to give a victim impact statement and that he was not present in court either. When he was told that Mr Kilduff had €500 and that Mr Tecateanu had €1,000 in court by way of compensation, Judge Quinn said that it wasn't a sufficient amount of money to compensate the injured party because of all the medical expenses incurred and what he had endured. The judge then ordered the pair to pay a total of €5,000 in compensation by 31st of March next year and ordered the money to be donated to St. Vincent de Paul if the injured party didn't want it. Warm tributes to Retiring Sergeant Patrick Dempsey Tributes were paid to a long-serving the sergeant who is due to retire at the end of the year. Sergeant Patrick Dempsey of Carlo Gartha Station was lauded for his contribution to the people of Carlo and for his professionalism at last week's sitting of the local district court. A road traffic case last week was expected to be Sergeant Dempsey's final appearance in the district court and he is due to retire at Christmas. He has served 35 years with An the 18 of them in County Carlow. He will be a tremendous loss to the station, said Inspector Anthony Farrell. Inspector Farrell said the sergeant had given great service to the people of Carlow. He had been a steerer to the inspector when he was a young member and continued to impart his knowledge. In contrast, Judge Geraldine Carthy had only been dealing with the sergeant in the last 12 months after becoming presiding district court judge in Carlow, but had still been struck by his professionalism. It's been a short time, but a good time, remarked the judge. Every time you have given evidence, it has been given with brevity and was to the point, which is something to be appreciated. She added, I can only wish you well. You are a loss to the force, a loss to the people of Carlow. Solicitor Joe Farrell joined the tributes, joking that if he had known it was Sergeant Dempsey's last case, he would have been harder on him in cross-examination. Mr Farrell said members like Sergeant Dempsey were becoming increasingly rare. As a solicitor coming into the Garda station, it can be in tragic circumstances, it can be fraught with difficulty, and solicitors wouldn't exactly be popular, he said. I remember, with Pat as a member in charge, coming in to speak to a client. He was in no way different, always very level. He treated everyone with respect and humanity. Very cool and calm. On behalf of the court service, Anne Kelly wished Sergeant Dempsey a long and happy retirement. Solicitor John O'Sullivan remarked that he had been knocking around as long as Sergeant Dempsey. The solicitor said he knew the sergeant for his professionalism, ensuring things were running smoothly. Mr O'Sullivan wished him the best of luck in retirement, good health and the good sense to live it as well.